Did I tell you about the dream that I had the other night? No. Okay. I dreamed that for for some reason I started uh, peeing in our kitchen drawers in my apartment. All right. And <laughs> my roommate caught me. Of course he did. <laughs> he got mad at me. The astute, the astute roommate you have. Yeah. He got really mad that he f- caught me peeing in the kitchen drawers. <laughs> did you pee your bed that night? No, I did not pee my bed that night. So why would you ask me that? Are you trying to, is there some sort of rep- retribution that you have that you need to get against your roommate? Mark, are you listening? No, I just wanted to tell that story. <laughs> uh, welcome to Cage Off. Uh, the Nicholas Cage podcast dedicated to finally answering the question, what Nicholas Cage pod? Uh, you were so <laughs> close. You were so close that time. You gotta leave that one in though. I'm gonna leave it in. This is uh, the podcast dedicated to finally answering the question, what is the best Nicolas Cage film? And what is the n- best Nicolas Cage film? You can let us know <laughs> at Cage Off Podcast on Twitter, or you can email us at cageoffpodcast at gmail.com. My name is Ashley. You can find me on Twitter at Generally Done. My name is Logan. Um, today is an exciting day. Why? We'll wrap, we're wrapping up our uh, Zeus's Butthole Conference, of course. Oh, my God. It's our second wrap-up episode uh this is what we do to avoid talking about movies multiple times you know what i mean yeah this having is also up- what we do to avoid having to have conversations with each other outside of this podcast what do you mean by that well <laughs> if we had to decide it you know off the air then we'd have to talk to each other yeah we don't want that no uh well we're back to regular cage off style we're recording at night we've got some wine what are you drinking ashley uh so uh, let me look uh donata sellers cabernet sauvignon uh the cheapest and also good it's good cheapest but you said it was like six dollars that's not the cheapest oh this uh, cheapest adjacent but delicious okay i'm cabernet drinking sauvignon. i'm drinking an over lake uh sauvignon blanc Mm-hmm. Uh, 2019 vintage. I guess 2019 is vintage. These both cost 5.99 at Trader Joe's, mm, and they're both vegan. They are, yes. Because they you don't ha- want- they they helpfully label them at Trader Joe's, mm. like on the. You don't have to go on Barnivore.com to check where you're. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh. So anyway. Yeah, so we're back old style drinking, recording a podcast. Yeah. Um, and today we are going to be deciding a winner of the Zeus's Butthole Conference. And what I've done, I have drawn up a state of the conference, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'll be filling this in as we go. So I'm just going to read off what matchups we have this episode. Uh, to start this episode, I should and say. And up first, we have... G-Force versus Con Air. And then we have Sunny versus Wild at Heart. And then we have <laughs> Birdie versus The Rock. And then Raising Arizona versus Mandy. And then we'll, you know, we'll take it from there, depending on, you know, what wins. Yeah. Um, I think the best way... I feel like we should just go left to right, because I feel like the more contentious ones will be coming up on the right side of the bracket. Uh, so I feel like we should start with G-Force versus Con Air. I don't remember how we did the last 
episode? Do we just get do we just get straight into it? Well, I have some pros and cons for each of the each of the movies, and I'm going to share my pros and cons um, up front. Okay, you want to do it that way? And yeah, and then we can sure. just discuss which one we think should win, and then um, if we don't agree, then we can go through our scores. Yeah, we'll have a little discussion. You know, yeah. you know, try you know make the case if yeah. we do disagree. But yeah, uh, I guess. I guess we'll start with G-Force. What are your pros and cons of uh of G-Force? Okay, so these are all little one-liners. So yeah, so th- this is um our you know our most recent episode with uh Mike and Jess from Cage Fight. So yeah, and these scores have never been released to the public. Oh yeah, we didn't even yeah we didn't discuss our scores in that episode. Yeah, we um, didn't need to because we had a really was, awesome. It was episode. pretty clear what film was uh better in yeah. that case. Of course, it was G-Force. Um, Yes. Um, here, not so much. Uh, so my pros for G Force is that he was an evil character, and Nick I think he was. A, I think he makes a good villain. Yeah. Yeah. Like a secret good villain, you know. Of course, he's like a turncoat. He's a. It's not a secret character. if you saw it in theaters whenever you were ten. No one saw it in theaters. A movie. This movie didn't exist until we. Wa- I watched it. Yeah, I thought it was funny for a kids' movie. It's has some. It has some d- decent jokes. Yeah. Um, but the storyline was flat and that was my big, my big con on this movie. Sure. Like there was really no like, right, like rising action. There was no expository part that explained the background of these individual guinea pigs. They just kind of unpacked it as they went. And there was really no like training montage. I didn't feel like I was invested in these guinea pigs by the time we were supposed to be rooting for them already. No, this is this was my main issue, and you kept giving me shit about how they needed... Well, I'm with you on it. You, so you agree with me now. I do, yes. You've gotten your head out of your ass, and you agree with me now. <laughs> so those are my pros and cons for G4s. Okay. What about uh, Con Air? Um, for Con Air, uh, a good plus is Hair Report was a 10 from that episode. I mean, yeah. I mean, look at his hair. It's flowy it's and gorgeous. It's the most iconic cage hair. Yeah. Um, quality memes... Is a good plus for me. Uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, we're talking about um, I'm kind put of a- the bunny back in the box. We're talking about um, his hair flowing in the wind and smiling, his winking. Um, we're talking about... Um, as, yeah. As played out as the memes are to me anyway, at this point, there's a reason why they've endured. Yeah. You know. um, big con for me, though. Ugh, the bad Southern accent really got You mean down. the great Southern accent. Oh, my God. I hate it. I hate it. It's offensive. It's offensive. It's just wrong. It's bad. Okay. Is that your only con for Con Air? Um, Cage is hot is another plus. Okay. So we're back to the pros. Yeah. There's not really a lot of cons. It's a good movie. Okay. So. Oh, there, another con is that there's, you know, trigger warning. A lot of, you know, there's some triggering things that are said and done in the film. Yeah. So I rewatched uh, a good portion of these movies in preparation for this episode. Con Air was one of them, and it actually fell a little bit in my estimation. Um, I I dare say this movie is uh, overrated mm-hmm. as far as the Nick Cage action blockbusters go. I feel like this is pretty easily the worst one of yeah. the ones i've seen i mean he has the big uh action trilogy you know in the 90s of it is my lowest scored 
Cage action film so far. Yeah, mine too, I think. Um, let me go ahead and I guess I'll say... How about you feel about the movies? Yeah. Okay. Well, not without going into so much of a pros and cons of each one. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, G-Force is a, a solid little children's movie with some decent jokes. But I do feel like... I mean, I feel like Con Air has to win this one just because of the what we talked about. It's, you know, the iconic look and performance of cage <laughs> yeah going up against g-force i have to give it to con air um i don't know how much farther it's going to last though for me um we'll see i don't know how much it, that charm can you know go forward for me but i guess i i will say con air is, has beat g-force out um do you want to go ahead and unpack our scores real quick now that we've said who won um if you want, if you want, we can to. actually not because we're going to have to unpack Conair. But let's go ahead and unpack G Force since we're about to send it out the door and never see it again. So for a commitment for G Force, I gave it a three out of five. Okay, I gave it a four. Okay, um, Pathos, I gave it a three out of five as well. Gave it a four. Okay. Overall quality, I gave it a two point five out of five. I gave it a three point two. Mm, very exact. Uh, Cage's contribution. Two. I gave it. You gave it a two. I gave it a two point five. Yeah. Um, Cage factor. I also gave it a two point five, mostly for the way he says nodes in that one scene where he's explaining his evil plan. Two point um, four five. At that point, why wouldn't you just go to two point five? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't, I don't feel like it's worth half. I don't feel like it's just worth half of five <laughs> okay <laughs> but it's not worth two it feels like splitting hairs four. at that point i i'm i'm sticking my 2.45 on cage factor and i'm not budging okay that's it's fine just, it's just it's el- just almost halfway it doesn't matter it's him. eliminated now so say your piece yeah um, so my overall is a 3.13 what's yours mine is a 2.7 so that would mean that our overall Official cage off score for G Force is a 2.9. 2.9 for G Force. Should we move on to uh, Sunny versus Wild at Heart? Yes. All right. So this was our a uh, few episodes ago. Uh, you can obviously go back and listen to this episode if you want to hear a you know deeper dive into both of these movies. Yeah, Sunny's um, just a 2002 film directed by Nicolas Cage. This is a directorial debut. Woo. And it's got, um, what's his face? Uh, you know, the guy from the drug movies. Excuse me? <laughs> the guy from the drug movies? Who are you talking about? <laughs> it's a guy who's always in movies with Seth Rogen. James Franco. Yes, that guy. Um, <laughs> he plays Sonny. You know, guys... We're back old style. We're drinking wine. <laughs> We're drinking. <laughs> what are your pros and cons for Sunny? Okay, for Sunny, I have th- two pros and no no cons. You have no cons, so it's a perfect film. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I just didn't have any cons I could think of off the top of my head. Um, my two pros are, of course, Nick Cage directed, so like it's a directorial debut. Even though that's definitely a con for the quality of the film, it is a yeah. plus for the Nicolas Cage podcast, in my opinion. <laughs> yes. And my other plus is Nicolas Cage is a gay pimp with a bad accent and nose. Um, true. This is all true. And you know what? 
What? I didn't know that I wanted to see Nicolas Cage as a gay New Orleans pimp. But you know what? I did want to see it. Yeah. And this this satisfied that need of mine. Wow. Do I have anything to say about Sonny? Let me think. <laughs> um, I wish Nick Cage would direct another movie. Honestly, I didn't like Sonny. I think it's yeah. a pretty bad movie. I think you should take another stab at it. I think he should call his uh his his good old uncle and be like, Hey, hey Unky, what's hey, up? Hey Uncle Frank. Hey. Hey Uncle Frank. How do I do this it's Nick. directorial stuff? Uh, look, it's me, young Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so that's that's, that's Sonny. <laughs> We've discussed it thoroughly. This episode's a shit show show so far. <laughs> Listen, we're all discombobulated. We're in, we failed to mention this. We're in the new, what I'm going to be calling the new Cage Off Studio, which is your new apartment. It, I feel like the energy here is so us, and I love it. I got Makula laying right next to me. Let's see if we can get her opinion on Sunny. Makula, how do you feel about Sunny, huh? She's not even snoring or anything. She's just <laughs> no, she normally is snoring when she's laying like that too. She's just silently sleeping next to me. Uh, we will um, post a picture on our um, on our. We will. Cage off Twitter <laughs> of M- Macula, so you can know who Macula is. Do you want to post that picture that you took earlier? Yeah, of you guys looking hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah. we look fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> we were and you can ass. find that on our Twitter uh, soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, wild at heart. Oh, wild at heart. Wild at heart. This is also one that I rewatched. Makes me wild at heart, man. Wild at heart and weird all over, oh, as Laura man. Dern says. I love the visuals in this film. I love everything in this film. I love the uh, passion. I love the. When I say passion, you definitely know. I mean the really weird and sometimes bright sex scenes, right? But I also yeah. enjoyed just in general. I, I, I have no cons on this. You know, you know, my only plus that I wrote down on my piece of paper was for Wild at Heart. What's that? So, period, damn, period, good, period. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I rewatched this one, and I've also been watching all of. So Wild at Heart is a David Lynch film. Mm-hmm. I've been re- I've been watching all through all his stuff. We just um, finished watching a David Lynch film. What? Didn't we? No, that was Brian De Palma. I thought you were, we watched that because it was a David Lynch film. No. Oh. oh. I, we, I, we watch it because John Travolta's hot. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's true, and that's true. And that is a true fact, right there. Uh, we watched Blowout, the Brian De Palma, John Travolta film. And Brian De Palma directed the Ghost movie. You think Brian De Palma directed <laughs> Pay the Go? <laughs> How dare you beswor- besmirch this man's name by well, saying he directed Pay the Go? Snake Eyes. Oh, yeah. that <laughs> A good that, movie. A really good movie with Carla Gugino. Which I uh, rewatched like a few days ago, actually. Oh, man. Snake Eyes is really good. I forgot about that I like film. it a lot. It's a tight 90-minute <gasps> thriller, which you love to see. You know. Um, but anyway, 
Wait, no, honestly, let's talk about Brian De Palma for a second. What about After him? watching, now I'm thinking Snake Eyes and that film we just watched. Yeah. What a good fucking director. I mean, yeah, I've, I've only seen a handful of his movies and Snake Eyes is considered one of his lesser ones. So. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah, but wild, but David Lynch. I've been watching all his movies, and they're all very good. I just finished uh, season three of Twin Peaks the other day. Mm-hmm. Goddamn, that is an incredible season of television. David Lynch is the awkward-looking guy, right? He talks like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he like goofs around on set, and he's such a goober. Oh God, I watched a video a couple days ago of Nick Cage like doing a David Lynch impression. And uh, it made me laugh a lot. He's like, uh, he's like, he he called me the Nickster. He's like, great job, Nickster. <laughs> like that was Nick Cage doing an impression of David Lynch calling him the Nickster. So that was you doing an impression. That of was it was like a you, two layers of impression. You just did an impression of Nicolas Cage doing an impression of David Lynch. That's correct. Speaking um, to Nicolas Cage. Yes, yes. I wish uh, he was in more David Lynch stuff. That's the only thing he's ever done with him. But here's what I wanted to say. Yeah. I rewatched Wild at Heart uh, to prepare for this episode. Because mm-hmm. you prepare for episodes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Despite what it might sound like, I do prepare for this somewhat. Lava goes out the window once we start recording and I forget everything that I researched. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did rewatch it. Yeah. And I will say, I still think Cage is very good in it. It, his performance like fell a bit in my estimation mm-hmm. on rewatch and what really stuck out to me rewatching it is Laura Dern is so fucking good. Like, yeah. I, and she's in a ton of Lynch stuff. So I've been watching a lot of stuff with Laura. Of Dern course, Laura lately. Dern was good but because Laura Dern was acting in a different sphere than Nicolas Cage was. Laura Dern was with her mother with it, with a director that she was very familiar with working with. Yes. She is, yeah, she's the highlight of that movie. And yeah. watching again just like solidified that for You me. can definitely tell that Laura Dern was meant to be the sweetheart of this film. And I think that kind of, I could see how that could knock even your Cage's contribution because it could have been any leading man. That's really what I was thinking. Um, yeah. So my score, we might talk about it later, but my overall score for Wild at Heart did go down a little bit upon rewatching it. I still love it. It's like one of, if I had to just right now give a list of like the five well, You're convincing me right now that I should lower my score and I can't. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we, we should say we have locked in our scores before recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, there's no fuckery that could go on uh, with the scores. Um, He's doing this against my will. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, that's... I forgot what I was going to say. But um, So, Walt at Heart won, though, right? Uh, versus Sonny, yeah. I would say Walt... So, yeah, what I was going to say was... Um, if I... Like, I still really like Walt at Heart. And if I were to give, like, my, my five favorite movies that we've covered so far that would probably be on there mm-hmm. um it just it just didn't hold up as much for me nick cage wise on a rewatch um but i would yeah it's definitely better than sunny so that will be yeah. moving on and next this okay i feel like this might be the most contentious matchup we're gonna have in this episode we have birdie versus the rock I'm already uh, mad at him already. I'm mad at him already. She, she's seething right now. Um, here's the thing. I would like to. I would like to go first on this one. Yeah, go. Okay. So I watched both these movies again. Mm-hmm. And I really love The Rock. I think it's fantastic. 
it's fantastic as an action movie mm-hmm. uh maybe not it's not the best action movie i've ever you know fucking seen but it's really good mm-hmm. and nick cage is bringing a lot to it he's br- he's like giving it his all in this movie he's like it's like one of his most committed performances in my opinion i watched birdie again and like that movie is it's just like it knocks everything out of the park in my opinion okay good i don't know i'm i am genuinely <sighs> torn on this one um i i don't know i i feel like birdie it really is looking back to his filmography it's not that it's like pretty early on it's really it's really his first like starring role where he's like the lead character i know yeah. it's called birdie but like he's he, birdie isn't really the main character for the most part yeah um it's nick cage who like is like the point of view character in the in the story um for the most part and he just like crushes it in like almost every way he does the drama well the comedy yeah. It's just so good. Uh, I I am genuinely kind of undecided on this one, so I think you should go ahead and give your pros and cons for each one, and then we might have to figure this out by actually going through our our scores. So, because um, I am I am I am undecided, honestly. If I had to just, I couldn't tell you which one I think should should go forward in the bracket at this point. This makes me really happy. You weren't expecting that, were you? You thought I was going to be standing hard for The Rock, which I still do. I just really, I really enjoyed Birdie watching it again. Um, So my pluses on Birdie is that the hair report was good. Hair report's a nine. He had really good hair in the film. Well, for, for a lot of the movie, you don't really see his hair because he has bandages all over his face. Yeah, but also for the other half of the movie, he's hot and young and... There's that picture. His hair looks amazing. The, the part where he's playing baseball, like right at the beginning, yeah. and he's got the swoopy, like flowing. Oh, you don't need to remind me. I, I can see it in my head. Uh, yeah, it's burned into your brain. Another plus is Cage dressed up as a bird. Yeah, his pigeon suit. It's very funny. Cage uh, working out. Yes. Yeah. And Matthew Bodine. Matthew Modine. Yes. He's good. Yeah. Um, Those are my pluses. My Negatives. Favorite, what am I? Go ahead. I feel like the after watching a few other films after this and TV shows and stuff, the whole soldier stuck in the mental psych ward can't get let out because of the government thing feels a little bleh to me. I mean, what have you watched since this? since you watch birdie that has made this feel like played out to you psych oh you've been watching psych huh is that is that what that show is about no it's about some like no, fake you know psychic guy in, right you know, wait but you know who is in an episode of psych that no, really surprised me <laughs> i don't know i've not watched psych just <laughs> oh i just forgot because you made me i started laughing who's in psych i is Matthew Modine in an episode no, of Psych? No, it's somebody... Hmm. Is Nicolas Cage in an episode of Psych? No. <laughs> I feel like I would know that if he was. Uh, is David Lynch in an episode of Psych? No. Okay, I'm just... I'm asking because I haven't seen this show. There was somebody that was relevant show. to this podcast that was on an episode of Psych and you literally made it leave my brain. I didn't do anything. I'm just, I'm just chilling here in Cage Off Studios. Okay, anyway... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I stand hard for Birdie. This is true. And a lot of that has to do with... Was that the only con that you had? I didn't even write that con down. That was just ad-libbed. Nice. It's a bad ad-lib because I forgot the name of the person. Anyway, keep going. Um, Birdie, I think... I think that he shows a lot of emotional range in Birdie. Mm-hmm. I think that Birdie had a really interesting psychological aspect to it that made you really be introspective on yourself and on your surroundings. Okay. And I also, in general, thought, I just thought his performance was fantastic in it. I feel like he really captured the emotion of the film. I am so. I will stand for Nicolas Cage and Birdie until the end of this podcast. <sighs> okay. The Rock, however, yeah. My 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 pluses are Nick in a speedo playing guitar. Yeah. Hot. He is he he looks good. He Prom looks good. Queen. In, I feel like The Rock is uh Nick Cage fully formed as a hot movie star yeah he is he is like more fit and birdie i guess Mm -hmm. but he has like he did like fuck up his own teeth for it which we didn't talk about when we first recorded the episode but he knocked out two of his own teeth for that movie uh without anesthesia Mm -hmm. because he's a psycho uh but yeah anyway continue with your pros for the rock he's hot is what you're saying and I also thought the sci- I thought him being like a science nerdy thing was cool. But my negative was that I felt like they could have made his character. We're looking at Ashley's dog right now. Did a big yawn. She did a big old yawn. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was going to say. I don't really like the rock was okay. You don't like the rock now. I mean, it was okay. No, uh, here's the thing. Here's the reason why it was okay. Yeah. It was interesting. It kept my attention, but I wouldn't go out of my way to recommend somebody watch the rock. Oh, I don't, I don't agree with that. I would definitely recommend anyone watch the rock, but here's the thing. There is something to be said for the hidden gem. Which is what I would say Birdie is. Yes. Because nobody talks about it. Everyone talks about fucking The Rock and Con mm-hmm. Air and fucking, uh, I don't know, whatever. But like, this is a movie that I don't see people talk about yeah. that is genuinely very good and is a good Nick Cage performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, ah. I'm, I, I think that Birdie, for its hidden gem quality, for its unique i think it has a unique storyline yeah i don't think that it's any any part of it was had tropes that were pl- too played out besides the soldier thing which only feels familiar because i've seen similar things recently i mean yeah, it's a you know a vietnam war movie and there's you know a ton of those about besides that though i mean like i feel like it was a good story about you know the transition between childhood and coming coming adulthood. of age yeah yeah i liked it i i, I think it should win Oh God, this is so hard for me. Scores, let's go. No, we don't. I don't think. No. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. What are you doing? 
I really love The Rock, but like, I think Birdie should. I think Birdie is better. I think Birdie is a better Nick Cage movie. And he said it. Oh my god, I've said it. I can't take it back. I might regret it later, but I can't take it back. And it's out there now. Mm-hmm. And I'm incredibly sorry <laughs> to Michael Bay and uh, Sean Connery. Rest in peace. Uh, See, this uh, is the one that I think is going to be the the biggest fight. Or maybe even not. You think so? The next one is Raising Arizona versus Mandy. I feel like this won't be the fight that you think it is. Really? Uh, do you want to give your pros and cons for Raising Arizona? Raising Arizona, con, too cheesy. What? What do you mean? I just, oh my God, I hate, I, I, okay, I've seen the movie twice. And sure, I enjoyed it, like laughed a little bit, but it was so it feels like I like comedy movies. I do yeah. like comedies, but I don't like this kind of comedy. Like it was dumb comedy. Yeah, it's great. It was like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> the lowest form of comedy. Oh, that's bullshit. I just don't like it. So you think Mandy is, uh, okay, continue with your pros and cons. Um, I feel like it's annoying. You're annoying. What the fuck is this? And what is this hit piece on raising Arizona? <laughs> don't this think is bullshit. And I didn't feel like there was any real brilliance in his role in That's his abs- acting. What? I'm I'm we're in a fight now. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so mad. That's how I feel. Okay. I understand. Listen. But I still gave it a pretty decent score. It's not like it's a bad score. I just don't feel I feel indifferent about it. Okay, let me, since we're talking about Raising Arizona, let me say what I I rewatched it and every single scene made me laugh for one reason or another. And I found, uh, okay, I cried at the end of the movie last time I watched it, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Whatever. I found it. I cried the first time I watched it. I found it very, like, moving and Mm -hmm. sweet. And it's also fucking hysterical. Everything about it just worked. So I didn't even love it the first time I watched it. I think if you go back and, you know, listen to our episode about it. But like I watched it again and it just fucking clicked. Like, honestly, the I yeah. This might be it might be my number one Nick Cage movie as of right now. Is Raising right? Arizona? I think so. I don't know. I, I, I love it so much. I think it's fantastic. I've I can't get enough of Rays in Arizona. <sighs> and you hate it because you hate things that are good. You hate joy. You hate laughing. <laughs> I don't hate laughing. You I just, hate you hate it. No, it's not true. I just feel disappointed. You shouldn't. It's perfect. It's a perfect film. <laughs> Holly Hunter is so good in it. Uh, okay. Um, my con, my pluses for Mandy are... <sighs> Plus, dope. Plus, love the filmography. And plus, feels like an acid dream. You mean the cinematography? You know what? That's what (laughs) I meant. Yeah, I got you. I didn't want anyone else to be confused, though. So (sighs) I'm stupid. You're not stupid. I mean, you are wrong about Raising Arizona, but you're not stupid. Oh, my God. Just tell me your fucking scores for Raising Arizona. Let's go. What's your commitment? I want to talk about Mandy. You can talk about Mandy, but you're still going to fight for Raising Arizona, so I want to hear your case. I don't have a ton to say about Mandy that we didn't talk about in our episode about it. 
I did I didn't I did not rewatch it, but on upon reflection and thinking about it more, I feel like it did fall a little bit in my like ranking. Um, I think it's I think it's very good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the best movie he's done in the last like decade. Okay. But yeah, okay. I think I think Raising Arizona should win. Uh, like I like I said before, just like every scene, something made me laugh, and it just I don't know. It just I think it's in terms of a Nick Cage performance. I don't know what else you want. It's zany. It has pathos. He 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 sells the emotions so well. It's whether it's, it's comedy, just, zany, zaniness, no, or it's over the top and uncontrolled. Yeah, and that's awesome. And no, I like I like the I like Nicolas Cage when you think he's wound up. You think that he's pinned down and then he explodes. That's not how raising yes, Arizona is. Raising Arizona is explosion, 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 explosion. It's Nicolas Cage constantly going at a hundred percent, and it's exhausting. That's not true. That is not true. Yes, it There's is. There's plenty of scenes where he is just kind of like passive. There's the scene where uh, his uh, his like foreman or whatever comes over with the shitty children. Yeah, and he's just kind of like he's just kind of quiet, and he's like he's getting harassed by all the evil children. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like getting shit thrown at him and he's like not really reacting, but he is reacting, but he's not like going crazy. He's just like kind of taking it and it's so funny. I just, I, I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want out of Raising Arizona that it doesn't give you. Let's just uh, do our ranking. I feel like, yeah, this is how we, so, so you do think Mandy should, why do you think Mandy should move on more so than Raising Arizona? You haven't. You need to make your case now, Ms. Lawyer. Make your case. Let me think this about it. This is your chance. It. You know what? Honestly. Yeah. What's up? Watching Mandy also felt like a hundred years. I mean, part of that I feel like is intentional. It's like it's meant to not be the easiest thing to watch. Yeah. You know? So for that reason, I'm gonna give it to you. Really? Mm-hmm. You think okay? You you're gonna give it to raising to raising Arizona? Yeah. Okay, it's it's done. It's been said. So the first uh, or the second round of the bracket is complete. So now we have Con Air versus Wild at Heart, and Birdie versus Raising Arizona. So next we have Con Air versus Wild at Heart. Uh, is there anything else we need to say about either of these movies before we make our determination? Um, this is a really a matchup of two underdogs that nobody's really ever heard of, Wild at Heart and Birdie, versus what? nobody's ever heard of Wild at Heart. Oh, sorry. I thought you were. I was like going to say no. It's Con Air versus Wild at Heart. Not Bur- okay. Wild at Heart and it. Birdie against Con Air and Raising Arizona. I mean, this is what we have right here. We have two blockbusters that everybody that are household names versus two movies that nobody's ever heard of. People have heard of Wild at Heart. People. 
David Lynch is a big director. People know his stuff. Okay. And that might not be the, like, it's not the most mainstream of his movies, but, like, it's... All right. Yeah. But you're also, you also are in a movie club. You're a different breed of person. (laughs) Anyway. Whatever. uh, I'm going to say that out of at least Wild and Heart and Con Air, I still believe Wild at Heart should win. Uh, Okay. Because Con Air, even though it's good... Um, pretty good and funny and has its moments, right? Um, I don't think that it's good enough to beat Wild at Heart. Um, I think I dislike Con Air. Thinking about it now, it Nick Cage is the best thing about it. Yeah. I don't think it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I think it, when I was rewatching it, I found myself bored through a lot of it. Yeah. I honestly thought the best part was like the end action scene on the Las Vegas strip where they're like I was gonna say I didn't like that. I felt like they were just dragging dragging the movie out. I longer. felt that way when we first watched it. Mm-hmm. When I watched it again, I found myself bored through a lot of the other stuff. Yeah. And then when we got to that final maybe because we were finally off the fucking plane. But I found that final like sequence in Las Vegas like pretty entertaining. Yeah, um, there's something there's something to be said about something being filmed basically almost in the same like three spaces the entire time. You know what I mean? It's like really it was only filmed in like three spaces and it felt kind of like, okay, when is this going to be over? I mean, that works for me sometimes, but with Con Air, just, uh, I don't know. I guess I just don't really get, I feel like th- it's just the memes that make people remember this movie mm-hmm. is how I kind of feel, honestly. Like, I don't think it's that good. I think yeah. Wild at Heart has a big kind of crazy Nick Cage performance mm-hmm. and is a, a very good movie on its own terms. I agree. Um, so I think we're not really in a, we're in agreement here. So I think Wild at Heart will be moving on to the finals of this conference. Wow. Give it up. Give it up for Wild at Heart, everybody. Now... <laughs> here we go this is it this is uh where we kill each other uh, and get really pissed off potentially <laughs> we got birdie versus raising arizona yeah i babe we're gonna have to do scores i don't i i i fully agree with you um let's just do, do it do first it, is there you think there's no point in making the case we're, we're we're just totally stuck on this yeah there's nothing i can say to convince you that raising arizona is a perfect nick cage movie you're not going to so we're going to do scores okay i'm going to tell you right now my final scores for birdie and i think they are my final scores for birdie and raising arizona oh wait never mind i thought they were the same they're actually not all right, so let's do let's do our scores for Birdie first. Commitment. Commitment. Uh, I believe I'm gonna say when I raised it. I believe this was I raised it. I gave this a five out of five on my rewatch. Five. Uh, again, like like what we said before, like it's his, really his first big starring role. Um, we don't need to just, get too far into it. He, he just nails it. Um, pathos. I believe I also raised this to a five out of five. Four point five out of five for me. Yeah, yeah, he just sells it all—the comedy, the drama, super well. Overall quality, um, I believe I also raised this. It's a four point five out of five. This is a five for me. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Cage's contribution, I gave a 4.5. I feel like I, that was the same as when I originally, mm-hmm. on our first episode. I gave him a 5. Cage Factor, I gave it a 4 out of 5. Which I gave I think, it a 4.75. Which I think was up from my previous score. So my overall score uh, for Birdie is a 4.6. What's yours? 4.85. So the Cage Off score for Birdie is a 4.72. 73. Round up. Round up. Okay, 4.73. Let's do that. Okay. Raising Arizona. What did you, uh, what's your uh, commitment? 4.5. I gave, I, this was also, I raised this up to a five. Okay. Pathos. I gave this a five also. Four. Overall oh, quality. I gave it a 4.5. Four. Cage's contribution, I gave it a five. 4.2. Cage factor, I gave it a 4.5. I gave it a four. So my overall score uh, for Raising Arizona is a 4.8. 4.14. So that makes the overall score for Raising Arizona a 4.47, which means Birdie has beaten Raising Arizona. God damn it. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm really mad at you. I'm, I'm genuinely not happy about this result. <laughs> oh my god! Whew. I knew, oh, I knew you, one. I knew you were going to push through Birdie no matter what. I knew you were going to do it. I'm not surprised. Oh, I'm man. disappointed. You're disappointed. <laughs> not really. I really like Birdie a lot. It's so good. I do think Raising Arizona is better, but uh, you know the numbers. The numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. This is at the end of the day a scientific exercise in determining what the best Nicolas Cage film is. Mm -hmm. And we use these factors which have been peer-reviewed and are scientific in function. What do you think of that? Yeah. Do you agree? No. Ew, I made a gross noise. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Um, Okay. Uh, All right, so. Birdie versus Wild at Heart. It's all come down to this. I know which one I want to win. I know you do. Do you? Go first. Should we pred- should we say what we think the other person wants to win? Yeah. I think you want Bur- I think One. you want Birdie. No, no, no. One. Okay, so okay, so to make this clear, what we're going to do now is say what we think the other person wants to win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, two, one. Birdie. Wild at heart. Okay. So which Wait. one do you want to win? Wait. <laughs> Which one do you want to win? So you think I want Wild at Heart to win? Yeah. The thing is, I don't know. Let's do scores then. I think we might have to do scores. Do, do you have Do you have a case to make either way? No, I'm actually completely torn on this one. You are? That's good. That's fun. Um, okay, so to, uh, to rem- as a reminder, we only need to do our scores for Verdi. The score is 4.73. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we got to do Wild at Heart now. Yeah. Um, you can go ahead. Uh, for commitment, I gave it a five. Um, what did I give it for commitment? I gave Wild at Heart a five as well. Uh, for Pathos, I gave it a four point seven five. I gave it a four point five. For overall quality, I gave it a four point seven five. I gave it a four point five. For Cage's contribution, I gave it a five. 
I gave it a four point five. It was a five, and I rewatched it, and I said that, you know, he's. I mean, four point five out of five is still like fantastic score yeah. for contribution. And for Cage Factor, um, I gave it a five. For Cage Factor, I gave it a four. So my overall score was a four point six. What was yours? Four point nine, higher than Birdie. So that means that the final score for Wild at Heart is a four point seven five. Beats it beats Birdie by point zero two points. Four point seven three versus four point seven five. The winner of the Zeus's Butthole Conference on Cage Off is Wild, Wild at Heart. Heart. Woo! That's exciting, folks. We're excited now. You know what's crazy about this? Yeah. Wild at Heart's gonna have to go up against Face Off. Ooh. <laughs> um. Uh, Listen, and that's all for. <laughs> we need to. We need to. You know, we need to have a little bit of a post game here. Oh, we're, you know what we're going to talk about soon, guys. We're going to be talking about history swear words. We did watch half of the first episode, and we got annoyed and turned it off. I feel like I'm not going to like this show. It seems kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I'm already annoyed. Um, <laughs> uh, we might not watch. We might watch like a few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel like we need to, let's, uh, metaphorically pour one out for birdie. Uh, pour one out into my mouth. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, let's do Pour one out into our mouths. (sighs) (sighs) Birdie's very good. Yeah. You saw how close, you saw how close it was. This was off by like this much. This was really this much. (sighs) Um, I'm going to miss birdie. We I mean, will. I, I, I'm. I keep. I have the Blu-ray on my list. We're gonna to uh, be starting back up with another conference pretty soon. We're gonna take a little bit of a breather and work on the so. history of swear words. And we already gave you guys kind of a overview of the movies that are coming up in our previous episode. Yeah, you can go back and listen to it. But we're doing the uh, not the bees conference. Yeah. Um. Some of the big movies we have: The Wicker Man, mm-hmm. National Treasure Two. Uh, so I don't know. We'll post it. Yeah, we'll, you'll we'll post see it. it prior to the season starting, so you can at least look at what's coming up. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to this season of Cage Off. Uh, we will be back. Can soon. you believe we've already done two seasons? I mean, every season is like eight, nine episodes. I guess. Yeah, but just think about. They're not the longest. We've been doing this podcast for almost a year. Yeah, and Mar- our first episode was March 23rd, 2020. We're getting there. We're coming up on a year of this podcast. Isn't that exciting? If hey. we if we hey, if we were better at this, we would have many more episodes uh than we do right now, but you know, we, we, we were have other we lives. were we were releasing weekly for a bit there. Then we, you know, shit happens and we uh but we we're, we have to wrap it up now because Ashley needs to pee. <laughs> um, so you can follow us at Cage Off Podcast on Twitter. Yeah, give um, us a rating on Apple uh, Podcasts and let us know what you think of this podcast. Uh, thank you to Mastodon for our music and thank you Colors Odyssey for our Twitter banner art. You can follow me on Twitter at the Good Logan, and you can follow me on Twitter at Generally Done. Thank you very much for listening and uh, goodbye. Bye-bye.